I forgot to hit publish last night. It just published last night's walk chat. My bad. I truly do apologize. Uh, this whole thing is not only an experiment in, you know, personal mental health management, <laughs> but it's also an experiment in consistency. Um, and yeah, I struggle with that. Like I am afflicted with ADHD, uh, you know, and if you don't think that's a real thing, either refer to my other disease <laughs> podcast, but consistency is like the secret sauce to everything. Like if you can get yourself to be consistent with something like you're going to achieve levels in that area that are unattainable any other way, you know, if there isn't consistency, nothing exists, you know, no progress is made. It's made in bursts and in between bursts, you have backslides. So anyway, I really am sorry I didn't publish last night. I will try to keep one of these out a day for the entire year. That is the goal. I've said it here, so, um, you know, what a crazy day. <laughs> this uh, comedian friend of mine said this, uh, this season finale of Donald Trump is pretty lit. I couldn't agree more. Like, you know, and again, it looks like, like it's kind of fizzling out. And it, you know, this, we do live in a democracy. And in, when people don't take democracy seriously, sometimes elections put people in like profound positions of power that they're unqualified for. But what being qualified for political office looks like is being an experienced politician. And politicians' reputations are fucking shit. Like, absolute shit. I'm sorry it's so fucking loud. There's, like, cars and airplanes and everything. But, you know, I don't have to get too detailed to defend the notion that being a politician is, like, just an absolute cliche of dishonesty, manipulation, selfishness. You know, there's this, a real semi-valid, you know, definitely in some cases it's a very valid, you know, perception that people who aspire to political office, like, should be disqualified for it just on that, you know, like that desire to have that position and the desire to have that position when it has an absolute obligation to have to constantly be in conflict with political rivals, you know? Like, to have that level of gusto for public office, like, I don't understand it. I admire it, but I don't understand it because what are they seeing that I'm not that makes it look like it makes a difference, you know? Just holding the line in the absolute deepest uh, trench warfare of a political nature 
that is imaginable just seems like pure misery to me. You know? Like, just that whole unwinnable situation, you know? So, as anybody who's in the game, like, if you hold public office, you know, and you're truly one of the good ones that is just there because they know that if they don't, we're going to lose ground to bad ideas. Like, I mean, bravo, like, bravo. How do you do it? Like, just what a hero, you know? And that's something that the public, I mean, it's an absolute tragedy, the lack of uh, reputation clarity uh, that these things have, you know? They're absolute phenomenal hero politicians, you know? And they do it in this trench warfare style that just doesn't have great optics. You know, AOC and the, and like the new breed of liberals, you know, they're finding their ground, uh, you know, they don't sound any more polarized than the insanity of trying to, you know, keep a country running that's population is spiraling, the, you know, the upside down nature of our economic policies, like all these things, you know, Every year that there's more people, there's more people in schools, you know, and this is a breeding thing, not a, uh, not an immigration thing, you know, I'm a one world person, I don't think, you know, countries obviously need to exist to run, but any country that doesn't let people in, like, within reason, you know, like, but by and large, the world is pretty cool with letting people come and go. And if it is a country that seems to be a little fishy about the comings and goings of people, you know, like, it's pretty obvious, like, that they're being shitty, you know? Like, North Korea, like, has the country locked down, can't come and go. Like, it's obviously not ideal for everybody. You know, anytime you have those situations, you have a situation where the people in power are not being good stewards of their nation. You know, they're functioning on bad ideas. Like we've run the we've run the experiment, the data is in as free of a society as possible is best. It's the happiest, it's the healthiest, it's the most productive. So you know, but in, like, the American experiment, like, I know I'm tangenting a bit here, thank you for bearing with me, like, the American experiment is really beautiful, you know, and the offshoots of it are incredibly beautiful too, you know, America inspired a lot of countries that were doing it different ways, not necessarily to do it exactly our way, but we're not nailing it, you know, we just went full gusto, and it, uh, it was really only, wasn't even that big of a leap, but this, uh, like, how extreme the American, like, 
sense of individual freedom experiment has gone like it's had a net positive effect on the world like most countries are free you know everyone's got their culture and stuff but far far more countries are absolutely free than are not which is a good thing so the uh but circling all the way back to the beginning my point is that now that it's looking like it's over like once it finally fizzles out and looks like we've had our last fucking shit show erupt like it'll be interesting to just see if we can learn a collective lesson about this and use it to improve the balance that we have between people at such extremes you know like everybody needs to come in and say like okay we can't fucking do that again all right it matters who's in that position it matters their conduct it matters their responses you know because what we had at the capitol was like the response was really what was happening you know like i said in one of the previous podcasts like the dress rehearsal in michigan let them know exactly what they could expect if they acted a fool so they dialed it up a bit but in the interim you know the the people who were on the side of oh he condemned them in some super passive way that didn't seem to uh have the intended impact if the intended impact was to prevent a more escalated incident you know like just the fact like when you see when you see a president who won't maintain the calm who won't keep the dialogue open won't keep the bullshit to a minimum we can't do that again we can't that tell it like it is yeehaw bullshit it's gotta fucking stop like I get it Everybody wanted to see what it would be like if, you know, you shook the system up. Well, voila. Like, can we go back to the other shit now? That was safer. That was healthier. That was, you know, for all its faults, like, the line in the sand has to be drawn at another presidency like this. You know, I was talking to one of my Republican friends, you know, and he said, all these changes are going to make it so they never elect a Republican again. And I'm like, all right, I got a question. Was Trump really a Republican? Like, was he what you guys stood for? for? Like, I understand the Republican argument at the bare minimums. Like, less regulation and lower taxes. I, I get it. Like, there's nothing wrong with those morals and and priorities you know from a country but is that what you saw you know like that's not like i i'm the first to admit that i don't i hate that there has to be a president you know i hate that the organization and the population of countries is so big that just such an insane amount falls on the final decision maker 
you know it's difficult to have multiple final decision makers there's always got to be one where the problems that get to the tippy tippy top that there's someone up there who knows what the fuck to do or at least knows how to pursue you know the highest probability outcomes that was not what we've been dealing with the last four years we've been dealing with fucking nonsense like absolute goddamn insanity and it ended with a dude with horns in the capitol building and if it, if any of my liberal friends are thinking that I'm being too sympathetic or empathetic to the republicans understand like they are fully responsible like this is what you wanted this is what shaking up the system looks like this is what america when the doors are left open for everybody to be able to rally behind a bad idea you know social media played a part but there were phones before that these people could have communicated it's an amplified world like but this is what you hired him to do like this don't wiggle out of it any of you right wingers like this you accepted this as a possibility like you knew that when he got hired that it was going to be a fucking circus and the circus fucking came to town Let's hope it was the last incident. Let's hope that was the worst it is. And let's hope a generation of kids growing up seeing these fucking pictures in history books, in social studies books, and like finally have like some guidance and they're like, we don't do this. This is not how you fucking do this. This is not okay. This is not how you have make your voice heard. This is not how you lodge disagreement or complaints. That was not activism. Yeah. Nope. Like, any little bit of effort to test their ideas and be willing to accept the objective answer if they were good or bad just failed in every way here. So, anyway. I'm going to post two back-to-back, so a little extra content. If you want these longer or shorter, let me know. Any topics you want to discuss or want me to ramble on about, let me know. I appreciate everybody listening. Love y'all.